Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am joined by... Jay Lit the Kid, what it do? How is everybody doing out there? Episode 99. Woo! We got a big one next. We were just discussing. We were just discussing. Do we just tell them now? Do we I think so. Just, just, just hit them right with the announcement right I, now? I think, yeah. I think let's get out in front of it, because I feel like if we wait, right. we will forget it. Yeah, so next episode is the 100 episode. Let me give you a date on that. Uh, yeah, hit me with the date. I'm on, I think 25th? Uh, 26th? No, the 19th. 19th? Um, so the 19th, February 19th, we are doing the 100 episode celebration. We're doing it over here at the Wax Museum. So if you are in town or any local listeners, you are cordially invited. We're shooting for... Um, I think we said like one, 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 two p.m. Any anywhere in between there, pop in. We're gonna yeah. have the flatty out. Um, uh, menu. I don't know. Maybe smash burgers and cheesesteaks or something. Uh, we'll menu figure TBD. It out. TBD. Yeah, yeah. We'll what, figure whatever, it out. whatever the flatty daddy say is what you're gonna is what you're gonna put in your old you know suck hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So come over and celebrate the hundred episode. We'll record. We'll you know we'll. We'll uh we'll we'll hang out with with the with the crew and then we'll uh we'll get the mics hot too uh, right smack dab in the middle of that motherfucker and we'll record a little a little episode while we're all like kind of having fun celebrating maybe maybe people be popping in and out yeah we're gonna we're gonna have an open town hall forum yes you uh, anyone can come by air out any grievances anything um but when you step if you to want to bring mic, gifts if you want to bring gifts gifts, gifts oh, nice, are nice nice gifts nice. are absolutely 100th welcome episode i mean we've put in a lot of hard work for you a mm-hmm. gift a gift not required would be nice yes 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 uh and, and what i was gonna say and and i think that this is true in all forms of life but if you're gonna step to the mic come correct come correct that's all we ask yeah that is all we ask. That's it. Uh, because if not, and we start uh, sniffing out a lull, we'll, we'll, we'll boot you. We yeah. will boot you. Yeah, you know, we we'll be, have we'll be, that we'll, power. We will be like a New York City cop, and we will boot that ass, okay? We will boot that ass. Yeah, get it out of here. Um, But yeah, so just a uh, quick announcement on uh, the 100 episode. Real excited about that one. I can't we're going to be on 100 episodes. Wow. Look at us. Look at us. Who'd have thought? Did you think? I thought. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. I had full confidence. Yeah. I had full confidence. We saw this through. Yeah. Yeah. We have nothing else to do. No. <laughs> nothing. Um. Uh. But uh, let's get into. Uh, I want to hear about what Jordan thought of Portishead the last week's Peacock in music because it was a little bit of uh, uh, off the wall one I think for Jay. So I want to hear what his uh. His 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 thoughts are about it. About now, head. you you mystified me a little bit with the the jo- the genre. I think, and you called it trip hop. Yes, I think that gives off the notion or the the whatever it is of. I thought it was going to be more fast paced. No, it's kind of the opposite. That's the trip part of the hop. It okay. <laughs> that's the trip. That's the first part. Is the yeah. I don't know why slow uh, instrumentally. 
And maybe I've been now miscategorizing music that I thought to be trip hop that clearly is not. Because is that is that like a a thing of trip hop? Like trip it's hop going to be that I mean, slower. It's just basically you know Portis had they have you know obviously have drum beats like they use drum beats most of them are, are slower down but they are your traditional like boom baps and then uh um sample driven repetitive riffs basically most most hip-hop music is like a sample that's just basically re repeated um so like that's kind of the basis of the hop that's in trip-hop and then the trippy part is just like the very atmospheric Oh yeah, you know, um, landscape, sound, soundscape, like you know, driven uh, ambiance of the music. That's the trip, the trip hop. I part like of that. It. I like that description. Yeah. So glory box, I'd heard. Yeah, that. that I, thought, I, I thought you would know one of them. I, I think, think you yeah. said that. Now, if I were writing a movie review of the rest of the playlist about of Portishead. My review would say something like along the lines of the way that the, the songs went and the, the way that they ended and stuff. The winding road of this movie, which started, you have to compare it to a movie which, too at the end of this, which started slow and then just never to me really got going. And I always expected it and wanted it to like pick up a pace or drop out and do something. Mm -hmm. And it and it never, it just kept going. What movie was like, what in real life was like. I that? have it for you right <laughs> now. And you put me on the spot like that <laughs> and really just dropped that cold fish in my lap. But I have it for you. It is the first of uh, Knives Out. Oh, okay. Wow. Kept the going first... along. Okay, okay. I'm expecting it to pick up. Eh. Did you ever see the one with Willem Dafoe, The Lighthouse? No, I think you. That was a movie on your list that okay. I needed to watch. Yeah, that's what I would describe. It's kind of just like slow and brooding, and uh... yeah, brooding. <laughs> Brood. Perfect. Brood. Thank you. Is that, is that the word? Atmospheric and brooding. Yeah, the two parts of trip hop right in there. Yeah. So it wasn't. It just. It, I wanted it to move my monkey. I didn't, and, I, it, and it didn't. It didn't move my it's, monkey. It's, I didn't really expect. That's why I, when I said last episode, like I'm interested to see if like if this does anything because I, I I was leaning towards like you easily being like, yeah, just not my thing. That's that's the nice political way of what I'm you, doing. I was just about to say, you usually don't come in here and just absolutely shit on someone. You usually just go like, hey, just not gonna make the fucking cut. No, I don't. There have probably been very few just absolute shit-ons. Right. Usually I can find the artistry or mm -hmm. the, um, you know, what they've brought to the table, if you will. Like the Sonny Boy Williamson's of the world. Yeah, MC5s. You know, yeah, like, like, I got it. But. I can usually see the path you took to get there. But with this one, I was just like waiting for it to connect. It's like I'm waiting for my train, waiting for my train, waiting for my train. You're at the wrong stop. That train came five hours ago. You know, it was funny, too, that you say that or describe it like that, because usually I'll do the peacock first and then I'll, I'll put the uh, the playlist. I'll do the playlist on Spotify. I'll uh -huh. add the song. I'll do it like after the episode mm -hmm. has come out usually. So when I was doing after I did we did last week's episode and then a few days later I went to go uh, add the songs to the Spotify playlist. I there was like a moment where I was like going through songs. I was just like, man, this is so this is crazy that I used to be like because I was very young when I was listening to Portishead. Yeah, and I was like, man, 
I cause I I love I still I mean I still love Portishead, but like I love I used to like love them back in the day. I was just like, <laughs> man, this is like some weird intense music for like a younger like I, Alex listening. See, I, I totally disagree. To me, it can be very teen like and oh, like yeah. angsty. Oh, okay. Like okay. there was some, Maybe that's it. Then that's the connection some, that I, there's but. some uh Northwest 1993 I'm an, I love Nirvana and I'm into grunge and I'm really angsty okay. and okay. I I wear a lot of cardigans and I listen to Portishead. Maybe that's that, that's that's probably that was it cuz yeah, yeah. cuz it was it was very it, it is a very emotional type of music and band like you know you know they, they, there's a couple songs in there that are just like heartbreak songs. I was listening to it in my office and and one of my employees came in. <laughs> Is everything okay? And <laughs> did he ask you are you Actually, <laughs> I'll tell you cuz it, it was Cat. It was Cat, my sister-in-law. Okay. And she came and sat down and she didn't say anything. But when she left the office after our conversation, I go I didn't even think about the conversation. I go she was only thinking about why was I listening to this song. Did you did did she so she wait, said she, nothing. She just sat down, kind of chill, and then left. No, she. <laughs> or no, did you guys she have, sat down. We talked for a moment, and she was like writing some stuff down. And well, then, see, that's another thing too that I just want to say. I want to hit the pause button on you first because it's also really good, like background conversation music too. That you could like talk. You could like talk. It was like a heartbreak one where I think <laughs> she, when she left, she goes. What's going on at home? She wrote the notes at the end of it, like, check on Jordan tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the last thing she wrote in, like, in her notes. <laughs> yeah, like it was at the bottom of her checklist. Call Ellie tonight and yeah. have her check on Jordan. Intervention, question mark? <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, that's funny, that's funny. So I, you know, and you know that I don't, well, you do know the feeling. Um, when someone wants you to like something and they yes. say go check it out yes, 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 and yes. it just it doesn't uh it doesn't it doesn't get you there that's good but that that's the you know that's the that's the beauty of this podcast and the beauty of music as well uh you know sometimes i'll have people like ask me or come to me and be like you know like how does it feel like when jordan like if you when you show jordan something and like he doesn't fully like it or like you know he likes just like a couple of songs like that's the best thing about music though and that's what the best that's what like is so great that we do in our podcast is like we don't like like jordan can say like nah you know or like i can sh or i'll shit on something because that some people like taylor swift and some people like beyonce well i like neither but I know <laughs> what a great take after I said what I said. Uh, Don't like I like neither. <laughs> and that's um, what we're doing here. I, you and I have a special relationship where like, um, I don't always know where you're going to go with it, but it does. It, it only to me feels bad when you've convinced yourself that the other person like that, you know them and they're going to love this. Like yeah. when I just toss you a song, I and you're like, eh. But when I like come in here, like when I came in here a couple uh, episodes back before we started, I text you and I said, "Have everything plugged yeah, well, in." I'm bringing a jam inside, and it was yeah. a newly released Nas, Nas song. Yeah, and you ate it out of the palm of my hand. Didn't even want to. I didn't even want to record after. Yeah, you were hyped, but had you kind of just been like sat there and gave me the look, like, nah, dude. Nothing. Yeah, that that's would true. be devastating. That's true. That's, that's true. how that's that true. works. That's true. Um, we also have uh, other another we got another big news, big announcement. Yes, let them know, guys. Um, maybe 
Took a, little I, I long, think, took a little think, longer than expected, but we had to go through the proper legal channels. Correct. Right. And I think, uh, and thank you, Max, yes. for helping out. Yep. With that, uh, once again, maybe we took on we took on the big uh, big brother, big corp. Another another failure of of one of of, of Mike's responsibilities, but we're not going to get into that. Nope. We're almost a hundred episodes uh, old. And we don't, and we don't throw people under the bus like that. No, no, we don't. We don't blame the the younger, stupider siblings for not being, you know, mature enough. No, thinking they can go out on their own and just get after it. They right. Can't. We don't do that. No. Uh, but guys, 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 uh, we got our phone number back. We got our phone number back. We had to wrestle with the cable company. Uh, they didn't want to give us our number. They said, we'll give you a new one. You want a new one? And we said, absolutely at, not. I said, we have integrity. We have a brand here. We have integrity here. Okay. No, we can't. I said, well, there's nothing we can do for you. And then we said, guess what we have to do now? We got to go. We got to call Max. We have to go through the proper legal channels mm. and, and, and get all the permits yep. and show our sides. Yep. And in the end. They didn't want that smoke. They didn't want that smoke. Now, what you didn't know is on the side, I had our legal representative hire, you know, a private investigator and come up with a dossier on both of those employees mm -hmm. that that didn't want to allow that. Mm -hmm. And there may have also been some kind of there was a manila envelope situation. Yes. I'm That's just going to we'll say, say that some vanilla uh, manila folders got sent out to some people. And their mayor named. They were pushed across a table in a mm. dimly lit, lit uh, conference room, and that's all we'll say. That's it. Okay. But the number is back 305 741 3671. Please. Feels good to say it again. Feels right? good to hear it. You just said it. I was like, ah. Oh. If you guys notice too, we haven't plugged the number for the last couple episodes. No, we, we weren't allowed to. Remember? We our, no, we our, you know, there was a gag order. We were advised. <laughs> There was a gag order. There was a gag that order. Is, that's the legal term. Yes, yep. that's true. So thank you, Max. Yes, thank you, Max. So we're back. We're back. Send uh, send, send, send those well wishes in now. Yeah, dick pics, whatever you want. Yes, right, 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 right. Um, uh, and before we get into the what did we learn this week, we got uh, um, we've got uh, another we got we got another big we got another big surprise for you too here. Yeah. I it took again. This took, took a couple weeks. I didn't. I thought I had. A, um, I thought I had a person on the inside, didn't have to go other avenues, but your boy went out and bought the purple box. Did you? I got me some Samoas from the Girl Scouts. Shrinkflation. And I have not opened them yet. Would you like to open them together on, on live on air? Yes. Go okay. get them. And I just want to say now, how many days have you had these? Uh, I got them last night. Okay. I wanted... I wanted to give you, you know, like an award for having the pillar of strength and <laughs> discipline of not opening the box. But it sounds like you've just like been busy the whole time and you didn't even have a chance. Yeah, exactly. She's had them at her house and she's like, you're going to go now, pick them up. Alex is opening the box now and is going to start looking at them. Now I can already see things. I can already open, see. First of all, look at the size of this box. Thank you. The box is super skinny. Now, for all of our conspiracy, conspiracy theorists out there, I want you to start going back and measuring the boxes from, you know, 10 years ago. All right, so he is opening, and he has one now in his hand. You tell me. I can just already see it's, it, is, it is smaller. I can already tell. You can already tell it's smaller. And I f it's like half the size it used to be. It, I, 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 I can't believe. Give me one of those two, though. 
I can't believe. I feel like there's less in here too. Yeah, you think they like took one out, like one row out or something? Oh, they're so good though. And I popped them. They're in the better in the fridge. Yeah, and I popped them in the fridge for us too. Yeah, you know. I'm a tag along guy. I'm just gonna leave those there and munch on like throughout the show. I got well, I got I got a red box on there too. You want the red box? You got a red box? Yeah. The red box I opened. Did you? Red box. I could wait. I could wait on the red box. I love that. Well, now I also see how you got around the discipline. You didn't open the purple <laughs> yeah. box because you had the red box. Yep, you, you already know. You already know. And this one I, I popped in the fridge for you, too. Screw me those two, right? Yep. Right there, and we're good here. Yep. Nice, though. Yep. Good for you. Good for you. Tagalongs are still good, though. The, I, those, were, were up to, those were still standard. The size of all that was fine with me. I'm, uh, these, uh, these they, can't do, they can't do no wrong. These Samoas are smaller. Yeah. All right, are you ready to get into uh, our review of the big game? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Let's now, do a quick review of the uh, Super Bowl. Okay, first, uh, first thing I want to bring to the table, I know we're going to definitely want to talk some halftime talk, but uh, 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 comments, concerns, uh, anthem. Chris Stapleton. Best one ever. I, 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 can, I wrote top three. I can easily say... I know I haven't seen all of them, but I have no problem going I don't need best to. one ever. I don't need to. It was the guitar for me. You know why? Because you do. It was this is what I turned to my father when we watched it, when we were watching it together. And um I I said to him, I go, I don't think I've ever heard a country western version of the national anthem. I was like, and he and and this obviously is that. I was like, and it totally works because country western is, is just American in and of itself, you know? Yes. So I loved it. I thought it was easily top three. Fantastic. He slowed it down. Yeah. He really slowed it down. And I mean, the man has just got some pipes that very few do. Got that twang in his voice. He's got the whole look. It's not the two. I don't know how to describe the like the deep part of like country that I hate. Of like the really deep voice with like, they sound like they're just a big man. Uh -huh. I don't know how to describe it, mm -hmm. but his voice mixed with that music, it was just. I thought it was, it was easily top three. Dude, he made he made homeboy cry. I Man, he was blubbering. Yeah, like when that like we Sirianni were, and yeah, the uh, Eagles coach was literally just gut like blubbering with just tears coming out and. Uh, Someone at the house said, "Like, oh my god, that like, you know that guy is like, you know, totally cried." I'm like, I think I would be too if I was there. I was, it was that. It was that. I was there for me. Oh yeah, like we watched it in the neighborhood. We had the big screen outdoors, and we had like all the neighbors come by, cook food and stuff, and mm -hmm. hang out. And everyone shut the fuck up when he started. Right. And everyone stood up, and no one said a word, and yeah. everyone was locked in on the screen. To me, that was just like. I, I can't remember the last one that I truly remembered. Yeah. That one and I will be like, yo, you want to see a good one in 20 years? Yeah, right. Exactly. And I will show my kids that that's one. That's the one you'll be like, I know. I, I, I have this one, though. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. that's and that's even how it is with halftime shows. But we'll get there in a minute. Because yeah, yeah, next, yeah. Um, I think it was last episode, uh, you said there would be a Philly special. Right? I did. I did. And I'm not even going to open the Alex was loud wrong category. And I'm just going to close that tab, not even open it. 
and uh, and so I won the bet. I and uh, you are gonna buy my wife some more nipple covers. Yes. Yep. 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 I'm a man of my word. I will keep that. Um. And 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 I gotta be honest. The way that game was going, I felt very good about that bet. I was like, oh, they're gonna be punching and they're gonna be punching touchdowns. And and, and there was a couple times the Eagles got just got to like the like because they got to the the one yard line like twice. Yeah, or it was two, either two or like even three times. They were inside was, the ten a good amount. But yeah, like when they were like on, they got to like the one yard twice, and I was like, this is this is what this is they're, they're gonna do this for sure. Yeah, and then Jalen Hurts was like, "No, I'll just run it in. This is easier." Yeah, I'm like, "Why even do that?" Yeah, I can just we could, but this is way easier. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yep. We got we nipple got, covers for my wife. Yep, yep, yep. The price of metal is going up this week. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now um, we're just gonna skip right to the halftime. Yeah. Uh, because the game, you know, but we're we're talking about the music, right? So we had one of the most fantastic uh, anthems that we'd ever seen. What did you think of halftime? So right, uh, I will give you. I will give you ex- what I what I've told everyone. Um, C plus is the grade that I gave halftime. C plus. C plus. C plus is the grade I gave halftime. Um, I will go into my reasonings why. Um, I love the platform thing, the hanging platform, especially in the beginning. It looked really cool. Mm-hmm. I thought it looked awesome. The fireworks, dope as shit. Really cool fireworks. Um, loved uh, loved all the music that she played. Didn't have a problem. Like I saw a lot of people um, or people mention. I heard. I saw people mentioning like the lip syncing stuff. I didn't think she lip synced that much. I think a lot of people don't really understand. When you have like 15 minutes of just straight uh, performing and you're like kind of walking around and doing things and you have choreographs and you're coming down from platforms, it's hard to like, you know, keep like banging out like specific notes when you're like huffing and puffing a little bit. So I thought like, you know, like the like Sean Bright, like a diamond, like she was, she sang the shit out of that song. Mm-hmm. You know, other stupid little like the little rapper, like, you know, come on rude boy. Like, yeah, I don't need her to sing that whole song for me. Yeah. So, because I, I saw a lot of people like pissed about the backing audio stuff. I was like, dude, she was singing. Like, I don't know what you want. She's and she's pregnant. We find out she's pregnant too. So chill out. Mm-hmm. But my 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 con why why what brings it down to a C plus for me was I didn't um I didn't really get or necessarily like the the white the big white things everyone was wearing. Um, I thought it took away from like the uh, the dancing that they were doing. I don't think you, I don't think you could see it as much. So I didn't like all of that, and I was very, 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 very disappointed in that there were no guests and or surprise guests because that's really us- that's usually the thing. Like with the Super Bowl, they always have featured artists coming on there with, with like you know the 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 number one banger and then they all usually always give you there's always a mystery like last year was 50 cent coming out of the rafters there's always a mystery guest that you're like oh shit dope so so i was disappointed i was very disappointed that they didn't bring anybody out with there and i thought if they would have brought like a couple people out or just someone else to come out with there, like a rapper or you know jay or someone else like you know that she collabed with i thought it could have really like made it like even even cooler Okay, so we um, we had similar outlooks, but we'd have totally different ways of getting there. Okay. So for me, I think visually and cinematically, the way they actually filmed that coming in and out, 
She starts up on the platforms. Yeah, yeah. How they actually filmed it, I thought, and and to me, even the outfits they were wearing and just the dude, the dancing that those motherfuckers were doing was so dope. And her in the red, I thought that all worked. I thought cinematically and just visually, the way that the person at home got to watch that. Like at the end when she was doing the uh, the, the end thing, when she went back up on the platform and went all the yeah. way up, and then there was clearly like a camera on a drone, I'm assuming, yeah. that was like right there, eye level, and like they came yes. back, I was like, okay, this looks cool as shit. Yes, that, but even whoever they had filming, like walking backwards as she was walking forwards with all these dancers around her, and then just like the, the choreography of all that, I thought, as far as what I'm looking at, Mm-hmm. A plus. Yes. Mm-hmm. A plus. I thought it was actually much cooler that it wasn't the way they had done it the year before, where there's just like the big zoomed out camera showing the whole thing, and then yeah. they would zoom in on the on Eminem when it was his turn mm-hmm. to do all that. And I thought it was kind of weak last year how they did that. This to me, they totally won me back with that. Okay. So I loved that. That is true. The the way the camera angles were like way more personal. Yeah, so A plus as far as the way that they just chose to create that. Right. Um, I didn't love the. Uh, I actually liked the fact that she did not bring anyone out. Oh, okay. So I'm totally on the other side of that. To me, I'm like, yo, you have like, uh, you have a stable of hits. Catalog. She got a catalog. For She's sure. got a catalog, and you could go. You could take this in whatever direction you want with. But she's starting like, bitch, better have my money. Like, <laughs> that shit was dope. She came out hot, dude. I and actually, love, I actually, I, I applaud her she, for, for that. I thought she carried it the whole way, as mm-hmm. far as like, just the way things looked and her and her singing. You know, definitely there was a good amount of tracking behind her. Oh, that, and, yeah, that's total. But towards the end, yeah. you know, like when she was being raised up, like she she, she, she sang that back half, and then one of the things wifey and I kept pointing out is she's like doing the dance moves, but like almost like emo like i'm not gonna follow through with the move right. while all the other dancers were and i'm like something's off and then by the end we were like all right so this whole thing was also like a are you pregnant or not pregnant thing yeah and then you know the publicist confirms it right after the performance yeah I was like that was a bit, i didn't i was like that was a that i did feel like you know i didn't want to do it but fuck it because like but i and, and listen we're not trashing anybody we're ha- hey happy for you my being, wife is currently pregnant yeah okay? not, no one's like, trashing on like you know pregnant women pregnant women can do anything all right they can do everything they're they're the shit but it was just a weird like so, so wait are you doing like an announcement thing too with this because that's weird yeah like like oh, you I couldn't have just sent a card it's to all your good. friends yeah and then like just let the like speculation occur or, or you could have just been like or just tell us before and been like yo she's pregnant so you shouldn't be out there like you know kind of like you know doing her thing like you know three months pregnant we'd have been like ah oh, cool yeah like it was just like when you did it after like right after the way it did it was just like wait were you trying to do a thing because that feels icky to me yeah that's exactly <laughs> like, how i felt like kudos to you mazel tov to you and asap you know, but it was like, the you, best regards you like from more the spotlight on you. Like but, we yeah. just watch you at halftime. Like you have all the spotlight. Everyone, like a billion people are looking at you. Yeah. Right so I, yeah. to me, that was weird. So, you know, I, I gave because of the singing, honestly, like incomplete, incomplete. So I guess incomplete a plus that puts me right there in the middle. CC plus you're hovering there, but I, I thought the actual way that it was produced was, Definitely top notch because they had not done stuff like that before. Mm-hmm. 
you know, ma- it was mainly a big stage. Someone on the front zooms in, then it zooms. You know, that I've kind got of a, thing. I've got a, I got a suggestion. I was thinking about it today when I was listening to music. I got a suggestion for Jay Z for next year. Uh, let's get, let's do Usher. Uh, I feel like Usher's got hits, and I feel like Usher would, would ball. Yeah, you know he's got and, he, and he's got like all the features. He got Ludacris, Lil John will come out and he shit. He would need see. He would need. He, can, he, he, could he do, would need the guests. No, he could, nah, dude. He could do like his early stuff. You know, eighty one oh three. As long as as long as my ways. My way. You know, like all those. He that that was all him. But then Oof, like let it burn. You know he yeah dog. I'll tell you like I was thinking about Usher and like even like his later but you don't ones. Think, you don't think yeah comes on last and Lil John. Oh yeah! Come on! But I mean, he's got so many hits. I was just like, "Oh, Russia would be dope." He's not been a part of it before. I don't think so. I, I, and I, I don't know. I, I feel like he's probably. I think he might be canceled or something. I feel like he did something weird. Did he? I don't know. I know he's got like an STD and he was getting ripped for that. But I feel like yeah. he. I feel, I feel allegedly. Like, allegedly, chilly. <laughs> <laughs> Chili out here saying some wild shit. No, but like for I some reason, I, for reason I was thinking about it today. I was like, I was like, oh, I bet he probably did something. Maybe that's why he has fallen. He has fallen back. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, more than most. Now he's just making do. hits for Bieber and shit. Which hey, more power to you. Yeah. Um. But is uh is that all we got for um? Yeah, I mean the, the game, game. Yeah, yeah. I correctly predicted the Chiefs. I had a good betting night. You had a uh, yep, 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 yep. You had a so, good night. Yeah. I did not. It was a good game. It was actually a lot. It was actually a great game. Yeah, it was. What did you? Uh, what was the food situation of? We did uh, pulled pork with uh, with a with a uh, jalapeno coleslaw, mm. pineapple souffle, oh. and uh, some queso queso dip. Love that. And we- Texas caviar. Texas caviar. I'll tell you later. Okay. Yeah. We did the neighborhood thing. So everyone brought something, you know, f- like, you know, someone was making wings. Some real shit. Oh, the deviled okay. eggs were made it, made an appearance, which I definitely got very Sweet. well acquainted with. The meatballs in the sauce in the crock. Golly. I mean. Super Bowl staple. Yes. I had in the teens. Okay. Yes. Of those. Of those. Just every, every. That's one of those things where it's like every time you get up to go get a beer, or take, you just go grab. You just get yep. one. Yeah. And then when you come back out, out of the like the pisser, you you grab another one. And then you sit back down with another. I went two or three times. Easy. Just. Now, some highfalutin motherfucker. <laughs> he goes in the teens. In the teens. <laughs> some highfalutin motherfucker made some poblano peppers with goat cheese and dates wrapped and bacon all wrapped up in there. Ooh. Woo-hoo-hoo. Ooh, that that spice that's that sweet dates with the spicy uh yep. with the poblano. It did and then it. you got the saltiness with the bacon. That's a lot of flavor in there and then yeah. and then cheese it out. Yeah. That Ooh. was really good and then your boy uh threw up some cheesesteaks. I wanted to make Philadelphia its last meal. Ooh, he just did one more twist of the knife right yep, there at the I end. Had to. Yeah, boy. Yeah, so I nice. made those, nice, you know, nice, nice. threw down on the flatty. No biggie. No biggie. Yeah. No, nice. Light work, light work. Light nice. Work. Um, but uh I would I want to know what uh Jordan, what did you learn this week? You said earlier that you uh, you came correct as you always do. I learned this um from another podcast that I actually learned a lot of stuff from. But um, what I learned this week is about my guy, Felix de la Caridad Carvajal y Soto. 
So he is uh, from Spain. He is. Uh, he's Cuban. Cuban. Okay. Cuban. Yeah, probably some Spanish ties back in there though. Okay. Yes. So my man um, had just the appetite and energy just to just always keep it moving. He was a mailman that literally would like run his route. And this man um, run, run, okay, run. Okay. And this man had insane endurance and he was born in March, 1875 and basically uh, was trying to like crowdfund money so that he could um, go to the 1904 uh, summer Olympics representing Cuba, representing Cuba in america and basically he the the mayor of the town said no so he went outside and started running around the building which then gained a crowd and he kept running until the mayor got off work that day and basically all these people were like dude this guy's just been running non-stop for hours and he's like okay we're gonna send you to america <laughs> what a uh, that's how you do it right there so he had to raise some money and stuff too you know they gave him a little bit and so he gets over to uh, one of our favorite cities, New Orleans. Ooh, he went to Nolens. He went to he landed in Nolens. Didn't run and there. And they had he had to go up to um, I forget. He was going to like Middle America, like Arkansas, Missouri, something. That's where the uh, the the marathon was that okay. he was going to run because that's what he's long distance runner. So uh, he lost all his money gambling in New or- New Orleans. <laughs> What's his name? Diego? What's the name? Felix. Felix. God damn it, Felix. So he just decided Wait, that... did he lose our money? Did he lose his own money? Uh, Cuba's money. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever money he came with. God damn it. So um, the, the race is about 700 miles away, and he just decides that he's going to walk there. <laughs> oh, it's so, 700 miles away? Yes, where okay. the tournament is. So he gets there... Four, four hours before the marathon starts. Exhausted. Exhausted. He hitchhiked a little bit, but you could imagine. Tell me he balled out. So my Please man showed up in like a pair of jeans and like a raggedy shirt. And so he cut his jeans above his knees so that he could run. And um, he kind of, he so he starts the race and he's tired, of course, from the 700 mile walk that he just had. And he... Starts running the race, but he's so excited to be in America that he's constantly stopping and talking to people <laughs> throughout the Yo, race. Enjoy yourself, dog. Yeah. Enjoy My yourself. My man is getting a little sidetracked. Oh, no. So at a certain part, through, he so he keeps going through the race, and at a certain point through, uh, on, the, on the race... He notices this apple orchard over to the right. And he's no. like, he's like, yo, he's a sucker for out. He's a sucker I'm, for out. Well, he's hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just yeah, yeah. like, ma- like made it 700 miles from New Orleans. So he eats some of the apples and it turns out the apples were rotten. I was just about to say, I was like, tell me it was a bad tree. It was a bad batch of apples. <laughs> so. He takes, I can't catch a break. He take he decides his stomach hurts and he's gonna lay down and take a nap. How long does he get to, to like finish this thing? So at this point, the race people are like, "I right, we don't know where he is. He's probably dropped out. Like we're not really accounting for him anymore." Okay. So they're packing it up. 
well, and and he's off track a little bit because the orchard was like kind of off the the path of the actual so race. On the other side of the bridge. So he wakes up from his his just rotten apple slumber, and he gets back on the track, and he starts gaining ground. And he's like, he's motivated now. Now he wants to finish. He doesn't know like if anyone's even finished yet. He has no or, idea. He has no idea. But he's like, I'm gonna finish this race. Okay. So he gets up. And he gets back on the track and he's running. And basically the people at the end start seeing him. And then like the race people are they start alerted. setting the tables back up. Yeah. So the race people are alerted that he is now that Felix is now back in the hunt and in the race. And my man keeps running and running and running until he almost passes out right before he finishes uh, in fourth place. What a beast. Yes. What a beast. So he got fourth place. He was disappointed. But so he is like, if he everyone did, wrote if he stories didn't, on this If he guy. didn't stop for those apples. Yeah. You've been good. Oh, yeah. He'd the been apple so... orchard. Yeah. So now he's making a name for himself. He stays in America. He runs. And he's like, I'm getting ready for the 1908 Olympics in Italy. Right, yeah, in Italy. So how the hell is he? He he runs all these marathons here. He wins. He goes back to Cuba and like trains and like now the people in Cuba like know he's a fucking. He's like a national fucking. Yeah. So they send him to Italy and he gets on the boat, um, like to Italy. Uh, He he's got to connect somewhere and then he gets to Italy and sees an olive tree. (laughs) Yeah. Just fucking no. So he uh, and then that's the last anything's ever heard of of oh, Felix. Oh, he oh and, he did what they always do. He disappeared. He because he, he ain't trying to go back. Well, I think he because he didn't even show up for the race. Right. But no one can find Felix. Where Felix is essentially pronounced dead at oh, that point because uh, we just assume he's. It was years. So. Years later, like, I don't even, I think it was like 20 years later, whatever, he, uh, a guy holding his passport lands in Cuba and gives them, the the people at the passport place, like, his picture, and they're like, no, you're fucking dead, dude. Turns out, it's Felix. (laughs) He's coming back to Cuba? Came back to Cuba. (laughs) He's like, I was just fucking around, yo. He did not disappear and, like, stay away from Cuba because he was trying to, like, be, like... You know, like yeah, yeah. out of the dictatorship yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. He simply got the, the the day wrong in Italy and showed up uh, after the race had already been run. So then he just decided to stay in Europe and win all these marathon races over like the next decade. And then he came back to he Cuba. Came back and they're just like, yo, we've been looking for you. He's like, huh? Yeah. Like what? What, what do you mean? I've been... I so, told you guys. Yeah, and he just he kept running. Like he had all these running clubs. He was like a national guy. But I learned about Felix's initial 1904 marathon race uh, that catapulted him to stardom and finishing fourth after. If you listen to the podcast, she describes what he did over the course of that race for like 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and you're just like, dude, what the fuck is this guy doing? Dude, and it was great. He's just doing his thing. Yeah, so that's what I learned this week. Alex, what did you learn this week? I learned um, about uh, also a Spanish 
um, actually Portuguese. I learned about this Port, uh, this Brazilian soccer player uh, named uh, uh, Branco, and um, and in the um, I think it's like the 1947 uh, World Cup or something like that. Uh, Argentina uh, played uh, Brazil in the semifinal. Okay. Uh, and, and during that game, uh, one of the Argentinian players um, got hurt on the field. And when the um, one of the the, the Brazilian uh, soccer player uh, Branco went over to grab a little, you know, grab the water bottle and um, to get hydrated, but it, but it's from you know Argentinian, it's the Argentinians, uh, you know, their medical, medical staff. Yeah. Um, so the Brazilian player went over to get some water, some Argentinian water. Yes, and apparent, and there's two medical guys on there, and. All of uh, the Argentinians were drinking water from the one guy, and and Branco went to the other guy and grabbed his water bottle. And apparently, right after he drank from the water bottle, like he felt like death, like just ill and like super lethargic, and like um, even at one point, like I think during like penalty kicks, like even like almost passed out. And it was clear like he just wasn't feeling well, and he had thought that there was something in the water bottle and all the Brazilians thought there was something in the water bottle and they had, they had kind of heard that they, you know, the Argentinian team was were, were doing things like this, but they could never prove it. Mm. And Basically um, the Patriots. Right. And uh, and then Argentina went on to play Peru for, you know, in the World Cup and win. But now it has just came out, uh, like in this last year, the coach of that Argentinian football club said that they absolutely put a tr- uh, tranquilizer. I was about to say horse tranquilizer, it something was, like that. They're like, he's like, he goes, absolutely, we absolutely put a horse tranquilizer in there, and Bronco absolutely fucking drank from the wrong water bottle. Dope. Yeah. And so now the Brazilian government has, has now, like, just like in the last like month or so, I think, have brought legislation forward to like sue the Argentinian, like, soccer federation for like what they did and like poisoning one of their players i love that yeah so wow the yeah the, now some might just say that that's called gamesmanship right that's what i would that's what i would call it i i don't that might be a little too far because even know, you sneaking in the huddle and hearing whatever they're saying to one another cool because it cause but when you're like introducing drugs to then only like you know give it to this guy on the other team to, and and like that, like you still have to beat them. Yeah. If you take one of their players off the chessboard, <laughs> then they're not at full strength to then for then for then for you to beat them. Yeah. So I think as soon as you take away from the competition like that, that it's I'm not cool with that. Yeah. We even uh, it was during it was whenever it was during I, I I can't remember the year but it was Maradona was on was playing he was on so that so. had to be like the early eighties okay there you go because yeah. Maradona was on the team and he was like because that that was the things that backed it up like the coach for Argentina like admitted to it and then Maradona like in an interview like back in the day um, they're like even like in the article they're like you know how Maradona was like he was a partier and like like he even like admitted to he's like oh yeah like he's like it was a known fact like never drink from like the water bottle that has like the white strip of tape on it Love they're that. like everyone on the team knew don't drink from that Damn. from those <laughs> that's fucking that's fucked up 
Yeah, but cool. And the, I mean, the, you know those soccer, you know those soccer motherfuckers are. They they they'll do anything to win that world. Cup. They'll do anything to win a match. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, they do like they, they, they don't give shit. They will poison it's, the other. Fucking I just team. love though that like you know it's almost like the spy games of like one country <laughs> versus another has like leaked its way into like the soccer match. Yeah, like they will do anything just to get it. Yeah. You know? But that's part of it. Yeah. All right. Um, I wanted to uh, see if you saw the most outrageous thing I think I have ever seen. This is right there on par as far as when we talked about the woman in at the Jacksonville uh, uh, rock and roll show when she peed on the fan's face. Remember, yes. the, remember that mm-hmm. episode? Yeah. This one I think is right there on par with with this. Uh, have you seen this video that Lady Gaga? I guess she played recently of her and the person puking on her. No. Okay. Well, on purpose. On purpose. It's a. It's an art. It was. It's an art thing. Because that was like I read when I was reading it's the article a, and I saw. What do you I mean saw, art thing? Dude, do you know how Lady Gaga is? Like, her whole thing is, like, she'll do, like, some weird, she'll, like, wear some crazy outlandish shit or something, and she'll be like, it's art, and everyone will go, yeah. Well, no, like, the skirt steak skirt, I'm cool with. Right. And, like, that makes sense to me a little bit. This was... What is, I don't... What's, like, what's the... Dude, so when, I, when does she do this? I, I was recently, because it I just saw it, like, trending over the weekend. Like, she does it, like, before the show or after the show or it's, something? No, it's apparently, it's during her show. It was, dur- it was during a live show that she did recently, and it's when she goes and plays the drums, because she's, you know, obviously not drummers, but she's playing, she's playing the drums, like, doing a drum solo in the middle of her set, and this woman comes, starts, she's playing the drums. Just imagine her playing the drums, and, she's, and Lady Gaga is sticking her chest out, and this woman walks up and is leaning over her and has two fingers sticking two fingers down her throat. Pulling the trigger. Trying to pull the trigger. And she's dry heaving. She's dry heaving. You know, and then finally, you know, she gets the first little puke out and it's green. And then now she like really, because you know, like when you first. Yo, it's you always get, the second. It's always like the second or third. Now you're like, okay, now we're working. Now we're running. Now we're cooking with like gas here. Yeah. And so, and then clearly the girl ate some type of like green dye food or whatever because it was like neon green looking bile being puked up right onto her chest i think as if as clearly that's so performative like that woman drank a bunch of like dyed water yes for that knowing that's what what was going to be spewed up yes and and i just was watching this video and i i because I like, I really like Lady Gaga. I like her songs. I like everything she stands for. I think she, I think she is super creative. Are you looking it up? Yeah, yeah look it up. But when I watched this, I was like, um, this is a little bit too much of, I think, on the scale of how outrageous can we go to get people to click? All right, Jordan is now watching the video. I'm gonna let you do a play by play. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that's the thing he It's 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 disgusting, and the girl's like dry, like she's sticking her fingers down her freaking throat. I hate that. It's it wasn't even a good spew. No, it wasn't. You could tell it was just like a 
like you kind of want her you kind of want lady gaga to be playing the drums like you would just normally play the drums and someone to stand out in front of the drums and, and be projectile, able to projectile on like you. stand by me just this, fucking yeah this girl like you had lady like sticking her chest out unnaturally yeah we look just to we, catch, yeah just like to be the puke basket yeah and then the girl is giving her nothing it does look like Nickelodeon green slime. It look, <laughs> that's a perfect. That's a gr- perfect description of it. But the lack of veracity and velocity of that that vom, I can't stand behind that. Now, I am now. I'm, I assume it's an artsy fartsy thing that she's doing, and so I said, okay. figure out a way to do art another way. We don't need that. We don't need that. I don't need that. But also, th- I. I'm a, I'm a sort of a creative person, so th- the thing that I'm drawing from it is okay, Lady Gaga. Are you doing a sim? Are you doing a symbol a symbolizing thing of hey, I'm this amazing performer, and like you, may, you guys think that like I have all this money and this and that, but really I'm a I'm a toilet, and and like I can be shit on too, and I can be puked on too. Is that the because is that what we're connecting? Like my fans shit on me. Are you? I, uh, that's why I was just. I was like, "What is the art here, though? What is? Because what is the message?" I think that's when it ceases. Like, well, I don't know. I don't know if, if what other people take from that. But I, if everyone's thinking kind of what you're thinking of, like, well, what point were you trying to make? That's where I was trying. Then, yeah, I I didn't watch that and think that that could have been, you know, such. A requirement of how she chose to, you know, let her artistry out because that seemed like it wasn't even done very well. Yeah, the production value on it was not good. It was just, like I'll, you give her the green uh, Nickelodeon slime if you want to do that, but then you give her like some Ipecac or something that's really <laughs> going to get the pipes flowing. These youngins don't know about Ipecac, bro. These youngins young don't know. See, you just yeah. said a word, and there's like, I, I bet a huge majority of people out there, and they're just like, huh? Ipecac. Yeah, you all don't know. It was that they're shit like, don't that, even know how to spell it. It was that shit that made you insta. That was like the insta, if you wanted to. But that's how you do a good vom scene. Mm-hmm. And I get it. You Maybe you want to see. I, what, I'm, what I'm thinking is like a visually stunning, like, there's puke all over the drums, and I'm playing the drums, so now <laughs> it's going smashing out. out yeah, like it's not like There's the a water ch- chunk of corn on your cheek. Yeah, I'm thinking you're going for that, and like <laughs> that's part of the artistry that thing. That's so what I was going freaking with. funny. If she was just like doing this epic drum solo, and the guy projectile pukes on her, and then there's it's like on the snare, and she's smacking. That's what it. I'm saying. And then, then she's like even, whipping her hair and yeah. like around into it. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. But instead, the way you did it, I think, was just lazy. So I just wanted just I wanted you to see that video. I want to talk about it quick. And then I also just want to pop a, just a nice little subtle quick Lady Gaga. If you keep doing, if you keep going down this road, you will you What's will, next? You will hit on notice. You will hit on notice boulevard. Okay. Okay. You're gonna hit on notice boulevard if you keep going down that road. Okay. And then and But then there's you, plenty just to be clear. There are plenty of places to turn around. Oh, like, this I'm, is a 
There this is, is a U-turns. make a uh, friendly There's road. There's U-turns every quarter mile. Yeah. But there is the on notice boulevard is is, is 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 coming up in a quarter mile. And if you want to keep going down that road, you will get off at the exit the off Braves, your John Rocker. The Brave Stadium. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you will then go into the bullpen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So just wow. letting you know that. Just letting you make sure your navigation is on. Yeah. There's a okay? big sign on the side of the highway saying... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just letting you know. Make sure your driver knows where he's going. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't want you because this is this is gonna happen. Yeah, it's on Nose Boulevard, right <laughs> right next to <laughs> the neighborhood, which yeah. is right there. Yeah. So uh yeah. Um and the other thing too I wanted I've been wanting to actually talk about this with you for a while because I know you I feel like you would have such a good take on it but i i know maybe you've been seeing this slap league thing that like is yes. now yes you know I, I you know dana white's obviously like but it's like it's on t i'm seeing highlights that it's, it's going on now okay have you been seeing any highlights have you yeah i read you know, some stuff it's, it's what do we think about this it's infiltrated the the uh the social media yeah. stuff um i'm like very shoulder shrug like I don't know if this is another avenue for like, you know, macho meatheads to get into. Like, is this an American it? thing? I, that's my other thing. I was like, I was like, I don't think America. I don't know. I don't know if we like this shit because I can see like Eastern Europeans loving it. They're just gonna want the video where the the one guy knocks out the other guy. Yeah. And to me, there's not much sport behind it. That's like, what I I watched and one I'm, match and I was like, what's the strategy? Like, I would love to know the strategy. Because it was mean, just Logan Paul in the background, like announcing. Yeah, like he's like the announcer of it. I'm just like, I actually like would like someone to be like, "Hey, the guy that's getting his fucking f cheek smacked up, this is actually what he's like, hopefully trying to like trying to time out." I don't know, like, I, you know. I think it's so much still in the infancy of like whatever it will be that there's not enough of like, you know, ways to present it in a way that are going to interest you. Like having some knowledge of how to do it. You're just slapping motherfuckers. Um, and like, I'm just, I'm not into it really. No. And, and I did, and I saw that Logan Paul is an announcer. And did you see, did you see the Logan Paul? And he's like, the, he's like a, an announcer of it. Yeah. And Arnold Schwarzenegger was there. Did you see that one? No. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger was like up there on stage too. Like a judge or so. I don't know what he was doing, but like, you know, they would just go to him and it was just like, like, what do you think governor? And he's just like, I'm glad I'm not there. You know, I was just like, okay, well, you guys, we got to get our shit together here. We yeah, gotta... like it's not working when we go to the 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 governor. Yeah, but I did, I did, I do have to say, and maybe this is, um, I I think the women, the women on women, they're better because they know how to slap. They've been mm. slapping longer than us. You know what I mean? They have been slapping. They've been longer slapping than us. longer than us. I don't know if I've seen the women. I've, I've seen the women ones, and the women ones. I'm just like, oh, yo, these girls, these girls, they'll put you. They'll, each one will put them out in, in the first strike. I'm just Ooh. like, oh, I'm like, yo, these girls have. They've been doing this shit for a minute. We, us, man, we just started doing it. Yeah, we didn't. You know, we don't. We don't slap. Started with like Rick James. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, that or Ike Turner. Oh no, Ike. <laughs> they should. <laughs> they should really have the, like. Yo, let's the, should we do Ike the, from we Ike do, and Tina Memorial Slap Fest? Should we? That's should we go back up. in time and do our like best uh, our our bracket of uh, who would win? Oh no, you know, just like I mean, Ike. 
like Ike, like Ike Turner versus like Jerry Lee Lewis. He's the sugar Ray. He's the Muhammad Ali. You yeah. know what I mean? Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the women, the women throw down. The women throw down. The women throw down real good. But yeah, I wanted to get your take on the slap yeah, league just because doesn't, doesn't do much. It doesn't do me. anything for me. But and I was like, I was like, I was like, this is probably big at other places. I was like, but I, I was like, I, just, I don't see this catching on. I don't see it catching on in, in here in America. I also don't like the like the other sports to watch as much. At least of like, they're so good at it that it's like the rare miss is what you're expecting. So like watching cornhole, where like they right. get it in three straight, the whole four straight times. You're like, okay, yeah, you've mastered it. Well, or, that's the other or thing. darts, like darts. They hit like all three, and I'm just like. You guys are too good for it to like. Yeah. Like I need more failure. That's the other thing too that about it that is kind of like you're kind of watching it. Aren't don't you find yourself like kind of watching the slap league and just being like, how far can this go? Because like, hey, every single person can pretty much you get hit, you're gonna go down. Like there's no, there's not gonna be a person that's like they just never go down. It's like, dude, if you get anyone, could if get you get your up. shit clapped in the fucking side of the head hard enough, you're gonna go down. And like. It's not a moving target like it is in boxing. So I'm just seeing like even like the best person in the world is going to go down like all the time because the other person can just slap the shit out of them. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I will not be watching. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to watch. It just comes up on my feed and I'm just that's like, what I think. Yeah, like some I've, I, I see it and I keep scrolling usually. Yeah, it's it's. And it's all, and it's just so funny too. You know, you always hear the people. There and like, a slap is better administered, not on, unannounced, unannounced, without there being a fair warning of you holding on to something like Will Smith and and Chris Rock. Right, great slap. Chris Rock would be a five seed, or or, or Will Smith would be a five seed. I bet. Yeah, and I bet Will. <laughs> I bet Will Smith would be a five seed. Yeah, see that that we can talk about. Yeah. There was excitement. Should we <laughs> we should do just like top ten? <laughs> no, we can't. We can't. No, we can't. No, that that no, list no, no, is no. full of a bunch of fucks. Yeah, no. We can't no. do that. But you know, the one thing you actually just got me thinking about too, why aren't there backhands? Why don't why don't we why don't we do backhands? That would be something I would like to see. Like, who's got a proper backhand? I don't know, because then it's like it's gotta be hand open, like I don't know if you're ever going to be as good as you can be forward. That's that, but that's the, I, I, that's what gives. Oh, a, so that okay, that gives, I see that, what that, you're that's the rub here. for me. That's like I'm like, oh, okay, this is a little, it's different. You know, it's just like yo, that guy, he's got the strongest backhand out. Mm. You know what I mean? Because the backhand fundamentals and form is very. You, you gotta you gotta make sure you have it down right, or you know, you're Someone, not gonna be generating any type of power. The slap league. Someone's gonna die, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh yeah, like that'll be when it ends. Someone like people already—they're already losing their hearing. I bet already. Oh yeah, I bet people are just like, oh yeah, I can't, I can't hear out of my left ear. The end, yeah, the end of uh, of the tour. They're just like, Jack, are you ready? And he's like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like all of the slap league uh, players at the end of their career all have to learn American Sign Language. Yeah, they teach you that. They have to learn sign language. Yeah, you just, learn just basically just right when you get in the league. Yeah, like you like slap, <laughs> during the slap league, part of your training is like working out, doing fundamentals of slaps, and then at the end of every single workout, every single training, you have to go to like... You it's know, an ASL class. An ASL class real quick. Yeah, I like that. 
That's yeah, good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's good. Okay. Are you ready to get into this peacock? Yeah, let's do it. Peacock in music is um, one of my favorite bands of all time. Ooh. This week, that, that perks my ears up. This week's Peacock in music is a Peacock that I've been wanting to do forever. I know I say that a lot, but this one especially. I freaking, this band does no wrong in my mind's eye. Okay. Yes. The band is The Vines. Okay. Have you ever heard of them? I, I think you'll know they they had a couple hits in the in the early two thousands that were like radio stuff. Yes. Okay. Then yes, because I was thinking you were thinking of or going to explain someone later, but as soon as you said that time frame, I was like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll know. You'll you'll be like, yeah, you. you I think you'll know them. But the Vines, Australian, mm. nineteen ninety four to present alternative rock. Um. Uh, again, we you know we kind of have little back to back ones here. I kind of did back to back peacocks here of just like people that I just had to like kind of get off my chest. Mm-hmm. Like peacocks, kind of was just kind of like, hey, they're just they're near and dear. So I just got I kind of got I just got to do. There's them. nothing wrong with a little self involvement there. Okay, cool. Um, the founding members, uh, Craig Nichols and Patrick Matthews, they actually met at a McDonald's in Australia. Um, Recruited the uh, recruited a drummer and uh, the band's original name was actually Rishi uh, Rishi Cash, Rishi Cash, Rishi Cash, which is the name of the city that the Beatles went to in India when they went on their like sabbatical, their retreat. Okay, they went to the the village of uh, Rishi Cash, and Craig Nichols is a huge Beatles fan. And you can totally hear it in the Vines music, especially his harmonies, the way he writes, is everything he every. There's so many just times when you listen when you when you listen to these Vines, you're just like, oh my god, that sounds like the Beatles. Okay, and it is one of the reasons why I love the Vines. Um, but just to give you a little backstory on Craig Nichols, severe case of Asperger's disease. Okay, he's one of those. And if I'm sure you know, but Asperger's disease is a disease where, like, you know, it's on. I think it's on the autism spectrum, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's it's uh, you know, you can function and stuff. You I mean you have your social, you have high, very high social issues. You usually don't like to be around. That's why they don't really tour. They never ever tour. You know, you don't you never really see the vines live. But they usually um, they'll lock in on like one subject. They'll be there'll be like one thing that they're into, yeah. and they'll know everything about that thing. Like I had a friend growing up, and he had Asperger's, and he just like knew everything about dinosaurs. Like he could tell you. I would every- be fr- I would be friends with him. He was really cool. I really liked him. He like he was really cool. But he and then like that was him. So but Craig's as you know was music was the guitar it was music. So yeah. and so he was just like he's kind of like that on the spectrum genius, and he's just like. All about music, doesn't care. You'll see in here too. I mean, just so many band members left the band because they just couldn't put up with him because he was just a yeah crazy person. Um, 
But in July of 2001, they flew uh, from Australia to L.A. and they recorded their first album, Highly Evolved, which is the album that I think you will know. You'll know the, a couple songs off of that one. Um, they did uh, Get Free and Out of the Way. Get Free is the one that was like a big radio one. But um, uh, had a ton of success with that first album. And in the October of 20, 2002 issue of Rolling Stone... Uh, they were actually on the cover with the Strokes, the Hives, and the White Stripes. Okay, and yes, they follow. That's that's exactly how I was going yes. to uh, categorize. And them. it was all four of them on that issue, and it said the Saviors of Rock and Roll. Just mm. to give you a little bit of a, you know, that's where they were at when they were coming out. Um, they followed up the second. They followed up with the second album, uh, Winning Days, which is probably my favorite album. And they also had another big hit on that one, a big radio hit, uh, "Ride," which I think I think you might know that one too. Okay. Um, and then uh, a year later, they came out with their third album, "Vision Valley," and this is the the hit song off of this album is where I completely took, grab, stole, and say whatever you want. Uh, the song was called "Don't Listen to the Radio." And as you know, I do that Don't Listen to the Radio volume mix of rock and roll music that I do. Yes, longstanding. That is where I totally ripped this from. Mm. That's when I... Credit where credit's due. When I first started doing the the volume thing, like uh, 15, however, however long ago, I said, what am I going to name it? And it was like right, right after this album came out, and I loved that song, and I was like, oh, Don't Listen to the Radio. Duh. I don't want people to listen to the radio. I want to listen to this because everything on here is not on the radio. I had a very um, sobering moment recently this past weekend when I got in someone's car and the radio was on. (laughs) Had it been been a while? And well, no, that it was on and like halfway through our voyage, I go, do you listen to the radio? Like in the car. And she was like, yeah, like that's That's all I ever do. And I, it, it blew my mind that there were people still out there in this world I that, couldn't wrap that my every head, time they get in the car. I could not wrap my head around the fact that the first thing you did not do was connect to your Bluetooth, <laughs> plug in your phone, yeah. immediately pick your song before you do anything else. Before anything, because that is how I am. I Absolutely. cannot move forward without sound. Oh, I'm sitting in there. I wanted to connect to like my internet first, so we get a good connection. So I drive away and then it starts getting to the satellite. Correct. Yeah. Like I have to set whatever, whether it be a podcast or <laughs> a song, whatever the playlist. That's the first thing I do when I get in the car. So that blew my mind yeah. recently. And I, yeah. yeah, it hits you after a little bit. You, you keep hearing like the, when they keep, when they go out, the intros and outs from like commercials and they're just like, you're listening to it. And you're just like, oh wow. Oh shit. This is, oh yeah, this is what it sounds like. That and I just didn't know any of the songs. <laughs> right. That's and it. I was just like, what is this alternate like universe that I'm in? <laughs> then you were like, and then she's like, yeah. I was, and I was like, well, all right, can you pass the, the, the iPod yeah, cord? Yeah, like, can you pass the cord back to me? <laughs> I got this. Um, but yeah, so that's where I got the Don't Listen to the Radio. That's that's the their third, their third album, Vision Valley. That was their big hit off that one. And then at this point, kind of start like, you know, they start leveling off. They start losing. This is where the turnstile of band members starts happening. Mm. Um, people are getting like really annoyed with Craig and he's really, um, he, he he's, 
He's cause he actually got he actually you know one of the two of the mem- like the biggest band member Patrick Matthews that he he started the band with when he left it was because um, they were like going into a show or they were going to do an interview I think at somewhere and someone was taking a picture of him a, a press person you know yeah. a, a credentialed press person there and like Craig Brick freaked out and like shoved the woman grabbed the camera like absolutely like stomped on it smashed it to pieces and then like you know it's rock and roll better the riot act and uh that was like yeah so he was yeah he was crazy but then that was right around this time was when he finally got diagnosed with asperger's because he didn't know no one knew yeah and uh it was actually a um uh one of the roadies on 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 a tour with them they had a brother that had it and they were like, you know, I think this guy might have this. And he like went on the internet, printed out a bunch of things and like gave it to like his, uh, his family apparently. And they were like, okay, maybe he does have this. And then, uh, when he came home for like a holiday or something, Craig, could you come in the living room, please? <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't even that. <laughs> They Why a- is my whole family here? <laughs> no, it wasn't even that. It was more of like they had a physician friend. They had a fr- like a friend of the family was a physician, so he came over and just like you know had dinner with them. And but like unbeknownst to like Craig, he was getting diagnosed the whole fucking time. <laughs> and uh- <laughs> Craig, could you come in the kitchen, please? <laughs> Yo, he just like like he goes to the, like you know he goes to the bathroom and they all just like so. What do you think about like when the way that he like he said that? <laughs> and he just takes his pen out. And just check marks a box, a red pen, and then puts it everything back, just in time when he comes back into the room. So, Craig, uh, I hear, yes, <laughs> I hear that uh, the, the music's going well. Yeah, <laughs> no, but yes, and then, then the physician friend basically, like after spending like half a day with the the family, he like properly he like told the family probably was like yeah he definitely has 100% has Asperger's and they and that was actually kind of kind of helped him out because he was getting uh, he was going to get in a lot of trouble for that uh press thing that he did yeah um and he was going to have to go to court and shit and it was like almost like cuz i think he might have like punched her i don't want i think he, he did something physical to her and so, Ike Turner yeah he, he yeah he's a he's a 15 seed yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh but and but that got him out of it like the court he, then they brought that to the court and they're like hey this is the reason for like the erratic behavior and then the judge was like all right cool and threw it out well that's a that's good he got diagnosed at least yeah 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 um so yeah like a revolving uh door of band members and then it got to a point honestly in like uh the early 2010s where it was just him and like he and he and he would he was making uh, albums and stuff. He they, they came out with probably about three or four albums since Vision Valley. Um, none of them have had like any mainstream success. There's a couple like you know goodies. Here Are they and still there. like good albums? Though? I think so, but this band does no wrong to me. Mm. But I but I have I will on the Spotify playlist. I will grab some of the I'm gonna, the just Craig stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna grab a bunch of this this like you know the, the last three or four album stuff like when it's just him. Okay, because he he basically he can't really work with it, like any of the other band members, but he links up with this uh, guy um, David Schnapp. Schnapp, when you know it's that P P F P F mm. David Schnapp. 
and he's like he was a big Australian producer and he produced like all these like big like bands in Australia and he was like kind of the only one that could like get along with Craig and like deal with his shit and so they like they did like you know three like these last like three or four albums together which I think are really really great because in the in the beginning stuff like Holly Evolve like their first album very like fucking rock and roll yeah you know thrashing you know type of type of deal um. But uh, yeah, like I said, um, finally in 2018, the uh, they did in 2018 get the original lineup back. Patrick came back, the other drummer came back, the three of them came back, and they did uh, the album Miracle Land, uh, which was a big deal. Um, but uh, you know, it didn't have none, didn't have any like mainstream success. But they only did that one album, and now he's back on his own. And the last that I read was. Uh, the David Schnapp guy. Um, he cut bait too. No, no, no. He's oh. he he in like 2021 last year or two years ago. He like you know posts a couple things like on his Twitter of like you know Craig playing the guitar and it's like yo new music coming. So dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So the vines. I'll be very interested to see where I fall on the spectrum here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No pun intended. No. No pun intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I freaking love this band. They, they were, they were, they were, they have always been a band that have been on like my top five. Fingers crossed, get to see live. If I could ever get to see them, and I, I will, I'll go. But they, he never tours. He, he never tours. Yeah, because he can't. He that can't sucks. deal with it. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Um. So now it's everyone's favorite segment. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, right. You always finish this off with a nice little lullaby. Nice little. Yep. It's Jordan story time. And Jordan, uh, will you read me a, a bedtime story? I will regurgitate the information from our newest and hottest segment, the Crown Jewels. <laughs> now let them know for the listeners that this is a recounting of my personal experience of reading uh, the bombshell <laughs> novel by Prince Harry himself, Spare. Bear. If you remember, ladies and gentlemen, where we left off. I must say, you do like uh, previously on. Previously on the crown jewels, <laughs> the limousine <laughs> hurtling down the highway with with paparazzi's in tow <laughs> is a mangled mess. Diana goes into the tunnel <laughs> and never comes out. That was good, dude. That was good audio production right there, bro. Thank you. Thank Off you. the rip. I like that. Thank you. So, Princess D, mm, was it an accident? Was it maybe on purpose? What's hair? What's hair? What's hair think? He. What's hair dog? A little hair he, of the dog think? He basically kind of. He, he, he asks you the question. Oh, he didn't pick a side? He. I feel like he's. He pick, would. I feel like he's picking a side, but you can only. If you're reading the words, kind of. Right. I think he's. What? I think he's going in the. Uh, there, there was a second shooter Suspicious. on the grassy knoll. And I, and I think he thinks. That so someone had something to do with something. Okay, that's what I wanted to hear. Because that's how us on this side of the pond. That's what we think. I don't know. I don't know if. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I don't know if our English listeners Princess know that he was murdered. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if the English like the English listeners know that. But on this side of the pond, all of us, it is one hundred percent. You know, uh, inside job. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So. 
you know, he talks about the funeral and they all, you know, were like, you know, don't cry. Like, you have to look strong. You're a little fucking kid, but your mom just died and, you know, all this type of shit. And then he goes, he gets sent back to boarding school. You know, he goes to like the all boys like boarding school. Well, was he school. like 12 or 13 or was he high school? Do I you think remember, he was. Or? Yeah, he was like 11 or 12. Okay. Something like that. So he talks about like the antics of, you know, going to a, an all guys like boarding school and all that type of stuff. And at this point he mentions that. And once again, this is the reoccurring motif. He mentions that him his dad the king charles. now charles and his brother the heir to the throne William. can never all be on the plane at the same time oh that's right and that 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 prince charles and prince uh what's his brother's name william william they're the two that can't be on on the same plane it doesn't really matter where prince harry what what plane he's on? <laughs> Prince Harry gets on the plane with, with and 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 his brothers there, and he's like, and, and Prince Harry goes, oh whoa oh shoot, I'm so sorry, I'll leave. And he's like, no no no, it's all good, bro, it's all good, come on up. Yeah yeah. So uh, Prince William and and Prince Harry could or and Prince uh, Ed, Edwards Ed Charles Charles sorry Charles. could never be on the same plane in case one of them went down. But as he made sure to God mention forbid it, if God forbid if Harry was, you know, well, as as he said in the book, no one cares what plane the spare went on, which I thought was just uh, very, very funny. He, he, so he so he's using this word. Everything comes back to the spare. <laughs> OK, OK. Got it. Got now, it. So as you know, uh, as previously mentioned and on last episode, Princess D goes in the tunnel, doesn't come out. Uh huh. And if you know anything about the history, which I did not know much, apparently there was uh there was actually three people in that marriage. There was Prince uh, Charles, Princess Diana, mm -hmm. and the third Camille. one, and and Camille. the woman. I think it was Camille, right? Camilla. C Camilla. Yeah. Camilla. And you know that had gotten out the the tabloids, and after a while, she got uh, douched on that. Yeah, after a while, though, Prince thing. Charles said, you know, kids, there's, you know, I want you to formally meet the new apple of my eye. Right. Which technically had already been around and kind of... Like, yeah, Dad, you know, we know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's not a secret. And so, and, and so uh, they kind of set it up. They set it up. But they did the kids separately. So she was introduced to, Char uh, to William first. And apparently you could tell that she was trying to make a good impression and, you know, and just win the favor and curry, curry the favor of uh -huh. the heir to the throne. When he met her, he said everything went well, but it didn't seem like she really cared uh, what was going on with the spare. God. Yeah. So... As you can see, I think the reoccurring theme here okay. is just the outsider within the bubble looking out from within and just like this whole he always doesn't feel as good um, thing going on. And then um, just the other little thing I have here was um, they were talking about Prince uh, Charles because he's I have him as King Charles. But now he, at this point, he was still the prince. OK, right, 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 right. right. And um, he, uh, they, uh, 
Prince Harry, another bombshell that's been leaked out is the uh, the king uh, has always carried around a teddy bear. King Charles? Yes. He keeps that thing on him? Yep. He keeps, he keeps that teddy thing on him? His, that teddy thing on him. What's that up with that? I don't know. Like, like I'm like. I see a lot of living in the the glass house and casting stones. Yeah, a lot of like we're gonna point some things out about other people. Well, I don't know how much introspection is being is coming back. Yeah, to Prince Harry about himself because he's right now making trying to make he's trying to make everyone look like shit and just like you know I'm the spare. Woe is me, and you know I should have been like treated better. What's the teddy bear guy do with that? I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, he just, that was that was a stray. He, that was a stray that the king that caught for no reason. Absolute stray. That was a stray bullet that he caught for that, sure. Yeah, I think it was because he was, was salty some... about not being able. You know, I can't be on the same plane. Wow. Or no one caring about the same plane. Wow. So that okay. is where we are leaving. This off. is juicy. Now we still haven't even got to like. Him becoming a young man or even meeting Megan. I can't wait for that. So mm. there is. Um, Listen, we've got. We're not going anywhere. I know that there was some talk about how he killed a bunch of people when he was in the army in Afghanistan. And like the country of Afghanistan was like, yo, dude, that's not fucking cool that you're talking about killing all these people in our country. Those were our people. And they're like, you know. Maybe don't come back. Wait, did they in the book they kind of mention that? Or you? No, no, oh. that's that's what's come out. Okay, since. okay, oh, okay, because I was gonna say like Afghanistan's not happy about this book. Oh, okay, because I was gonna say because when you just said like, ah, right, yeah, we haven't even gotten to like you know he grows up, and I was like, well, I know he was in the air force, wherever the fuck he was. Yeah, so yeah. he ends up killing some people. Let's so, talk about it. Yeah, so we have a lot more. Stay tuned for next episode of the Crown. See you next week. See ya.